Hi, I'm Curtis Joseph. In this episode of Soul Science, I'm going to go over the principle of no mind. The Chinese call it Wu Xin. I'm going to talk about how you can use this mental state to transcend the finite limitations of human thought and move into a state of knowing. This is the exploration of what we call the state of gnosis within the Western magical traditions. Come with me. Today's episode is going to be interesting. We're going to be exploring a very complex idea called no mind. This already, I'm sure, is the impetus to an interesting thought process going on within yourself. <laughs> no mind. I mean, that would, at face value, mean ignorance, stupidity, right? But this concept of no mind is actually very old. It's got various names. Wu Xin to the Chinese, Mushin to the Japanese. Uh, this is a state of gnosis within the Gnostic tradition. It is where the human being essentially transcends the limitations of thought and enters a state of knowing, a state of gnosis. A lot of people will refer to gnosis as specific information that they are obtaining from specific spirits or potentials within the fabric of reality, right? But though that can be an accurate description, it's not necessarily the case. Gnosis is a, is a state of being. The potential of no thing, of nothing, needs to be looked at with a rational mind. You, as the listener, may at first wonder how nothing can possibly have potential. But you see, because the no thing is nothing, it has no limitations. And so the potential for what it can manifest itself as when it becomes something becomes much more vast. Okay, it is very hard to soften clay that has already been cooked in the kiln to create something new. Though certain cultures would actually do that in an artistic way. The Chinese do it. They will create artwork out of broken pottery. I digress. 
this nothingness, this no mind, this no thing that permeates all that is, this no thingness and this no mindedness are intricately and intimately linked. It's important that you realize that because what we're actually looking at is divinity and how you on the microcosmic level express that divinity. And because divinity is so unlimited, there will be an infinite amount of incarnations coming in and out of this world so that the divine can experience itself. We are, in essence, a means through divinity to come to know itself, to know thyself, it's to know the divine. Despite what name you might put on it, it's not relevant. This no mind, this nothingness, is the womb of the manifestation of our desire. It is the pot of fertile black earth that we place the seeds of our desire within on the other side of the veil, what science would call dark matter or antimatter. That is the mold and the clay which we use to shape our desire that it will manifest here in this world. There's no mind, the understanding of the no thing that permeates all that is and our connection to it. It's a most important integer in the equation of effectively transmuting self and changing self so that your external reality will change in conjunction with it, according to true will. It is the zero between positive and negative numbers. You could see physical reality, right? See this as a trinity. You could see physical reality as one part of this triune force. And you can see dark energy as that which is completely unmanifest. And then you can see dark matter as the apex of the triangle, the apex of this triune force, because it not only holds the etheric shape, uh, but also contains the potential, which will manifest next in this world, you see. It is the creation uh, of new matter, which leads to the death in this world. You see, creation and destruction are synonymous. That's hard to swallow. 
But that's something that you should contemplate because the contemplation of that is going to help you to better understand this no mind. It's going to help you to better understand this nothingness that we mold and shape to create change. It's in our subjective realities. Let's honestly look at this idea of putting divinity in a box. And let's, let's look at the disadvantages of that. Um, do you think we're doing it a favor? If I am the CEO of a company, a Fortune 500 company, yet I am a father and I'm an athlete, and I am a yoga instructor, and an artist, am I going to enjoy somebody seeing me as merely an artist, or the CEO of a company, or am I going to be sort of perturbed that I'm being put in a box. I'm sure some of us in this world experience this at jobs that we work in, right? We get seen to be less than human. We get seen to be machines, right? There's a huge emphasis on producing more while paying less and cutting every corner possible to fill the pockets and build somebody else's pipe dream. This limitation is not good. What we want to do is learn to objectively observe while remaining authentic, while remaining present. We want to be completely present in the eternal moment and be neither for or against. You see, this helps to uh, dissolve ego. It helps us to more authentically see things for what they are. You see, this is what these... Systems of duality that we spoke about in the last episode represent, okay, they represent the conscious and the subconscious mind, the good and the evil, the left and the right, right? But we have to understand that the integration of the light and the darkness to see things through a higher perspective and to anchor that through our thoughts, words, and deeds. That's the goal. And that is to embody no mind. It is where you are fully light, yet you are fully darkness. And therefore you are neither. You are all things 
Therefore, you realize you are nothing. You become the no thing which permeates all that is, and this is the mind of divinity. It is beyond the human comprehension of good and evil. It is beyond our predisposed ideas of that which is good and that which is bad. It is raw, primal potential. It is that which allows your children to be born. It was that force which allows the maturation of you from infanthood into adulthood, into success or into failure. It is this nothingness that is all. And that is your potential. So, who are you? If you can tell me nothing and mean it, you're making great progress. <laughs> there's joy. You see, there's joy in this because we can get beyond societal standards. We can get beyond and become liberated from what people expect us to be as chief executive officers, as home health aides, as fast food workers, right? We could get beyond the imposed ideals of what others think we should and should not do, of what others think is good or evil, because we could get past our own judgments and see things for what they are in an authentic way. We are simply happy to become through each moment, through the eternal moment, which is always expanding with the very fabric of the universe. The very fabric of that universe is the dragon. It is divinity. It is God. That which represents it on the other side is the potential for the evolution of that divine force. These are almost akin to riddles that you have to contemplate in order to step into your own process of evolution and the expansion of consciousness. You see, the information itself is meaningless. When you start to contemplate these things, it starts to shift your thought process because you aren't contemplating simple questions like, what are we having for dinner? Or did you clean the bathroom? These are very interesting questions which go beyond the profane and the dross of that which is merely physical. And it taps into the beauty that is behind that, that creates that, that causes that to operate within the world. <sighs> 
Yeah. And you're a part of that. And that would be my advice to you in regard to stepping into this state of no mind. One of the things that I find useful is to shut off all physical perception to the greatest possible extent. This is a part of um, a specific exercise that is found in my book. But in essence, you can get into a closet, sit in a chair, put a towel under the door so there is absolutely no light. Can't see the hand in front of you. And just simply get lost. Practice box breathing. Four second inhale. Hold at the top for two seconds. Four second exhale. Hold at the bottom for two seconds. Repeat and get lost in the breath. Just lose yourself in the breath. Shut off your sense of touch by allowing the body to completely relax. Look at the nothing and ponder what it looks like. Listen to the words that are not being spoken. See what information you can gain from that. What does nothingness look like? What does an un-idea sound like? Your senses will begin to develop. You will be dis- you will be surprised when you can describe what darkness looks like. You'll be surprised when you can give me knowledge of the sentence that was not spoken. This is the expansion of consciousness that has become nothing. This is the divine potential that resides and dwells, albeit in a most dormant way within mankind. This is something that practical and applicable spirituality will begin to change. This is a new aeon. The things which have served their purpose in the past, eh, they served their purpose. But it's time to move forward into something else. It's time to move forward into something better by understanding that our spirituality is a reflection of who we are. It is a reflection of our spiritual maturity. And we aren't like children anymore fighting in a sandbox. That is what these outdated ideals are in comparison to actual organic human spirituality that embraces love, 
and tolerance that embraces the perfection and all that is not perfect and creates harmony rather than discord. This is not, it's not impossible because it's not rocket science. If you apply this, your ability to solve problems, your troubleshooting skills, um, creative writing, critical thinking, all of that's going to improve as you learn to contemplate no mind. And as you learn to embody that potential, if you found this to be helpful to you, please like the podcast and share it. Help get the word out because the more people we can reach, the more change we can create in the world for the greater good of all. I appreciate you tuning in. Until next time, Curtis Joseph, signing out.